Right, let's go. Uh, welcome everyone to the Under Raps podcast. My name is Dara. Um, I'm from Dublin myself. If you are listening to this, you're more than likely already know who I am. Um, I'd say I'd call Dublin City um, my home entirely, but Dublin Night is that is that little sector of the city that that I'd hold kind of dear to me. Um, that's where I feel most at home. Um, and that's where I've picked up most of my life lessons and experiences that I think I want to share on this platform. Because um, I feel like I've picked up a lot of knowledge by just existing in this in this city or and in this community and the people you meet and stuff and, and just growing up in general. Um, so yeah, I I've I've wrote this question to myself and it's why start the podcasts? Obviously podcast and the the podcast uh, world is is highly saturated at the moment um and a lot of people are doing this but i feel like i have a good story to tell um and i feel like i can tie in what are projects that i have going on in this podcast and and kind of explain where i'm at with that um my opinions and and why i've i've chose to to speak on a on a certain path and in a certain way and stuff like that. So most of you will probably know um that I do I do rapping um as well. I write my own raps and I record them uh, and make songs. Now I'm not a producer, I'll never say I'm a producer, I'm 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 a lyricist I'd say, I'm a I'm a songwriter I'd say. Um but when it comes to producing beats around I'm not on that end of things. Um I like focusing on the lyrics and, and explaining things and, and having a story to tell. So I think in this um podcast and the first few episodes I'll definitely cover um some of the songs that I've written. I've a mixtape coming out um very soon, uh, early this year. Um that I'm gonna go through each song, I'm gonna go through every lyric I've I've written for that. And I'm gonna try and explain my method of thinking and where I'm coming from, uh, in the words that I say, in the songs and stuff like that. I feel like it would be good for me as well to kind of uh, dig deep into them lyrics and, and really think about what I mean and stuff like that because it's easy to write lyrics on a page and it's easy to just lay down lines if you think they sound good. But all of it comes from the unconscious and the unconscious is always telling you something. So I think it's important to, to relive them lyrics and relive the moments that I'm trying to explain and describe um, to try and figure out what sort of place I'm coming from um, so so yeah um, I, I said to myself why not start this podcast uh, on the raps is obviously a play on the on me rapping and, and I think um, the rap in the sense of a sandwich can be can have a lot of feelings and a lot of different things inside which is a metaphor for for me, I think, in the sense of uh, what's inside me and what, what's inside my head on a daily basis and how I want to describe that and how I want to how I want to speak on certain things and stuff like that. So I think I'll start off um, by just saying when I was actually today, it's funny, today when I was I was uh, looking to start this and I was, I was like, today I'm going to do this, um, and I was saying to myself, right, today is Tuesday the 3rd of January. I'm not sure when this will be up, but Tuesday the 3rd of January. And I woke up this morning and I was like, right, I'm doing this today. No matter what, I'm not letting that stop me. 
So I, ha- I had the microphone there for a while uh, since Christmas, actually. So not even a while, but I've been looking at it for a long time. It feels like uh, trying to trying to nudge myself into it and just start this. So I went out to. I was actually now today. I was earlier on. I was, I was looking for a cable that that attaches them. Getting technical with it, but it attaches the mic to the laptop. And I couldn't find that cable, and I knew I had it because I was, I was using it all last year on different stuff. And I was panicking around the room, and I was digging, digging rooting through every bag, every box I have with, with different things, wires and cables and all. And I couldn't find this uh, little adapter, and I was gone. I was like, oh no, like where, where could I, what could I have done with that? Because I didn't leave the gaffer to like uh, recently. And I was just panicking anyway but I just said right I'm just gonna have to get a new one so I went out to the shop um to the like a phone shop around the corner from me and uh I got the the cable that I needed anyway and yeah I got the cable and while I was there I went in got a coffee and a, and a roll in, in a shop but uh I was on the way to the I was on the way to the deli and and my, my shoes are a bit wet now I was on the way to the deli and my shoes are a bit wet because it was raining this morning and I walked past the, the carpet in the shop, like, where you meant to blade and dry your feet if that wet, but I was just rushing to the deli to get a roll, like, so I got over the carpet, take a step, take a step past the carpet, about three centimetres uh, ahead of me, I bleed and slip. <laughs> well, I didn't hit the deck now. Me, me left foot went from under me, but I caught myself with my right foot, and uh, <laughs> my neck flew back I gave myself whiplash and all I was looking around to see if anyone noticed but no one noticed so I had a little laugh to myself and then I was like jeez I look like a mad thing laughing to myself in the shop but uh, you have to just laugh at their moments and it was funny like but I was like jeez is there something stopping me like doing this doing this podcast today and I'm at the main sitting here for a while in the gaff uh, kind of contemplating whether to do it and worrying about how I'll sound and how I speak on it but I just said look if, if I don't do it now I probably won't ever do it so yeah probably sound a bit nervous sound a bit fluey as well probably a bit congested but um yeah hopefully this comes through clear for you um because I can't actually hear myself at the moment so hopefully it comes through clear for you and uh you can hear me um and what I'm saying and stuff like that so as I was saying I want to kind of I want to kind of explore my musical, um, my musical kind of background in this podcast now. And with the mixtape, uh, there's ten songs that's gonna be on it that's coming out. Um, the mixtape itself is called Memories. Um, after a single that I released back in March of 2021. Oh, sorry, 2022. It's played in 2023 now. I'm losing track of the years and all. So I released that with a video and stuff, um, and I, when I get to that song in the explanation that I'm gonna do, I'll, I'll tell you what that's about and stuff and and where that came from. But I'm gonna start off with uh, the fourth song. It's called uh, it's called Young Souls, and it's actually the fourth song that I wrote for this uh, mixtape. And I must have wrote that at the end of 2021, I think. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to name the song that I'm going to explain in, in detail about and then I'm going to I'm gonna read just every lyric that I've written for the song I know some people might find this a bit interesting but I think I just want to get it out there and try and figure out where my thinking was and where my mind was when I was when I was writing these lyrics so that song Young Souls I'm going to actually go through it now 
Um, and I'll, I'll start off with the chorus for you. So, the chorus of Young Souls is, Young Souls are the heroes, no love lost even though they're gone. Protecting all of the day ones, guardian angels, keeping away all the wrongs. I know your energy's helping me, find the peace that I truly need. Every year when I hit your date, I'm wiping tears on my sleeves. So with that chorus, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, in the community of Dublin Eight, we've lost a lot of people over the last, over the last six or seven years, and I don't think I witnessed anything like it before that. Um, I think just dealing with death in general in a close set of flats and a tight knit community is incredibly tough. And and in this time, of, in this these times of tragedy, it's like brings people back together to the clo to the to as close as they've ever been or even closer um, people you haven't seen in years people you grew up with people you're in school with um, that you probably don't necessarily talk to on a daily basis but you know that you can say hello to them and stuff and when someone passes away that's young as well um, I think that's the best way to deal with it is to come together as a unit in the community and um, have them people that you can talk to and, and share memories and, and share moments that you've had to keep that spirit alive and stuff so in that chorus I'm basically saying that the, the people that have passed away are, are our guardian angels and um, hopefully they're keeping away all the bad stuff from our life and we're using their energy for a good cause um, as we strive on um, and doing the things that we want to do and find peace um, so yeah I think and when I say young souls are the heroes um, obviously it's kind of ironic saying that because they've passed away but I mean they're heroes as in they've they've passed away but they've also brought everyone together and created this energy and had a, a lasting effect on people um, so I think that's pretty heroic in my eyes um, and yeah it's obviously a bittersweet thing but if you take the positives from it, it can I think it can help you and it can it can make you kinda take it in and really break it down in your own head. Um so it's not as heavy as dealing with it on your own, for instance. I'll move on to the to the fourth verse. Um and the fourth verse I'm gonna go through the whole thing. It's it's long enough, it's not too long. I'll go through it without making a mistake um, and I'm going to read it slow enough as well so I can I can put across every word so here we go being alive is a slim chance when young taken if I granted the cards were dealt and the place we landed if you had love that's your advantage some kids suffer neglect and anguish get used to it with the body language a future wish can be a catalyst breaking a cycle of negatives torn around developing goals failing with lessons in spite of the woes keeping the friends rid of the foes giving birth to the story you wrote it will come and then go chances given tomorrow's the show life's a tin line never a young mind treading it slow we just want to go not a second to lose, faith in the end is not something to choose Close to home, shaking your bones, giving the feeling that you never knew I couldn't believe it was true Grievance forever, memory blues, is there an answer, even a clue? So that's the fourth verse I think what I'm saying in that is uh, like I always think about this, the chances of being alive are like 
billions to one or, or however many people are alive in the world to one um, and just that that number is, is staggering when you think about it and for us to be here and witness this this life every day and we get to wake up we get to do things every day that we take for granted and, and be around people that we take for granted constantly and I think you have to learn the hard way not to take them things for granted because they can be taken away from you in a heartbeat and that's the hardest part but when you take advantage of your, of your life and find your passions and, and try and stick to your passions it's easy to say like oh chase your dreams find your passions if you're someone that suffers with depression mental health or anything like that or you haven't got the funds to to follow a passion or, or stuff like that but luckily we're in a time where if you have a phone you can do most of the stuff on a, on a phone itself a smartphone so I think we're lucky in that sense and and when I say um, a future wish can be a catalyst for breaking a cycle of negatives I think uh, I'm hitting on the topic of growing up in the flats as well though I just also you can look at the negative side of things if there's violence or, or drug use um, that goes on that, that you see when you're growing up that can have a lasting effect on young people on the young minds um, that take her in from, from such a young age and you don't even realise what's going on because it's, it's normalised to you um, from from as, as far back as you can remember so just using them negatives turning them into positives um, and then failing with lessons in spite of the woes so you're going to fail you're going to fail you're going to fail so many times but we're all failing for that one success and I think that success is coming to every one of us that work hard and put the effort into something that you're truly, truly passionate about. So I also obviously touch on the fact of of um, keeping the friends and ejecting the foes, uh, giving birth to the story you wrote, it will come and then go. As in obviously you're going to come across friends that, that you might feel close to and you might drift away from some people that are bad for you to be around you need to get away from them if they're creating a negative energy for you um, or a negative space where you, where you don't feel like you can be yourself or, or talk or anything like that and that can be hard because when you're young I feel like growing up in the flats you're, if you're not a fighter or anything like that you're trying to impress people in other ways whether it be trying to dress nice uh whether it be looking for attention in other ways, like fighting, or um, if you are a fighter, obviously fighting, but if you're not, uh, you might seek attention in being funny. A lot of people do that, try and be a bit of a bit of a class clown, you know. And that does work, but if you're, if you're frail and innocent and quiet and into yourself, which I, wa- I was uh, when I was younger, I was very very uh, into myself I kind of didn't know how to how to process things I'd kind of just let things happen and, and try and deal with it afterwards which which wasn't wasn't great like but as a kid you have to go through these things to to realise the pros and cons and come out of it to the other side so I wasn't a fighter and I wasn't I, I, don't, I tried to have a, obviously I could have a laugh like if you're from Dublin and from the inner city um, 
especially the south the south in a city where I'm from uh, you have that wit about you you can be funny you can be quick which are which are one liners or whatever and give a bit of stick uh, but I was always into music and stuff so I was rapping and stuff uh, as a as a way to, to to impress people and I felt like I, I was decent at it like you know it was something that I felt good doing and I, I'd, I'd get good feedback as a kid so I stuck with it like so I think encouragement is a big thing for people if if you know one of your friends is, is really into something and passionate about it and you feel like they're genuinely they're genuinely good at it definitely encourage them definitely tell them like you can go all the way with this if you, if you put the time and effort in and even if if you don't think someone's necessarily good at a certain thing support them anyways because at least they're trying something new and at least they're not being a sheep or or staying in in that vicious cycle of of hanging around uh, on the stairs or on the corner where that can have a, a damaging impact impact on your mental stuff and your mental side of things um so yeah coming to the end of that verse uh i say grievance forever with memory blues is there an answer or even a clue i think uh when it comes to young people passing away i don't think there's ever a fair answer to give uh i think it's always it always feels unfair um and in the moment for me anyways i felt angry straight away that was followed by sadness um and then you'd start to remember and feel feel blue as they say um whilst thinking back to to happier times and having a laugh with that person and sorry i'm a little bit congested and having a laugh with that person and stuff um and they're the they're the moments that hurt especially when you're on your own or, or when you see a photo of them when you're on your own and you just go back to that time and you feel like you're, you're still there for a second and then reality creeps back in and you're like right that was that was that time now and we're, and we're here now we're past it so for me I let I let the feelings creep in and let the sadness creep in but then I try and turn it into a positive thing and say I hope I'm doing you proud whoever I'm looking at in that picture I say I hope I'm doing you, doing you proud and whatever I'm doing so that makes me motivated to do better every time I'm going to move on to verse 2 and verse 2 about the same kind of length uh, and there's like a pre-chorus after verse 2 I'm going to read that all together now alright so here we go how do I comprehend I will never see you again pinching a dream hoping to wake up and all of it is pretend now I'm noticing all the trends for a while now I'm on demand when you lose family when you lose friends now I know heartbreak's nothing but a dead end a young life getting cut short a reoccurrence that I've had enough of now love lost with a big cost took a life on a trial no fair odds so we act soft and we cry lots not afraid to display that we're still shocked and now the boat is rocked deeply missed I miss your face looking at the pics if I had one wish I would call you quicker then we send our love to the place you're in so linking back 
to this verse, I think that ties the whole song up um, with the theme of love. Um, obviously, at the start of the verse, I'm saying, like, I wish it was a dream. I, I wish I could wake up from this and, and pinch myself and, and it wasn't real kind of thing. Um, and then, obviously, when reality kicks in and I'm like, that anger kicks in. And you're like, when you lose family, when you lose friends. And I'm saying heartbreak's nothing but a dead end because there's a certain heartbreak um when someone dies that I think the feeling is the same of heartbreak of that morning morning period that doesn't go away for I know everyone's different but it lasts a while for me not like um in kind of a repetitive order but it kind of comes in in moments as I was saying when you see memories or pictures then you get that feeling comes back in for a while. So that's what I'm talking about there when I say that heartbreak is nothing but a dead end. Uh, and that's me anger coming out in that line as well. Because if it, it feels like that, it's like just the unfairness of it. And that that person, they can get to, they can get to live on and, and, and follow that, that passions or dreams that they had when they were younger. And that they're kind of frozen in time in that sense. So that's that's where it hurts, like, when you think about it like that. But then I'm always seeking to find that positive. And I, I do find that positive in this verse. Um, When I say, at the end, that deeply missed, I miss your face, looking at the pics. If I had one wish, I would call you quick. Um, and we send our love to the place you're in. So I'm just saying, like... I'd love to speak to you again. We're sending our love out. I know everyone is sending love that was impacted by a tragedy of, of, of a young person dying. I call them young souls in this song. Um. Yeah, so that, that pre-chorus kind of ties back into a bit of a, bit of a positive state. But obviously the, the second verse is, is quite, I think, anger-fueled as to why would this happen, like... Um, and I'm saying it's a reoccurrence that I've had enough of. Um, there's no love lost, but it's a big cost. And it's almost like, yeah, took a life on a trial, no fear odds. As in, like, um, the jury in this trial didn't judge it fairly. You could use that um, as a metaphor for a young person passing away in, in the sense that it's just... It's just so disheartening. It's so sad, um, for for everyone around. And I think what I took from it when a young person dies, and I think I know every community. Well, at least I know I'm coming to a, a different place and time where people are more disengaged, and more separated, and more isolated than ever before. But definitely in the flats, I felt like uh, that when when people passed that were young, even people that that were old as well. But that community, that feeling of community, never left. Like everyone came together, like every single neighbour, every single person that was in the school, the clubs, the youth leaders, the mentors, teachers parents like everyone in the community i seen every face 
came out because we're all feeling the same thing and it's hard it's like it's it's hard for me to speak on this because i'm still trying to process it all like even though six seven years ago and then recently um another young person died from the flats and the feeling was the same but most recently i think because i'm a bit older i'm going on 23 now it kind of hit me a bit harder um maybe because i'm a bit more older and a bit more wiser and a bit more aware of me surroundings that I was allowing myself to feel the emotions. I was allowing myself to go through the emotions and take everything in. Like, whereas maybe when I was younger, when we lost another friend back in 2016, I feel like I did feel them things. I did feel sad, and and I felt part of this this wider community that I, I kind of didn't know existed up until we had a tragedy like that where everybody came together and came out to show their support and their con- condolences to the family and stuff but being younger I, f- I was probably a bit naive as to what was going on like when you're 16 you think you know you think you know everything you think you you think you could go out into the big big bad world and, and do whatever you wanted kind of but that was was raw that was pure emotion there was no fakeness there was no there was no false um falseness in the air that i feel like there is today with with instagram and and twitter and social media tiktok where people feel like they have to act in order to in order to make something happen for themselves um, and that raw emotion stays with you uh, because you can't you can't make that up like it just it's like a natural thing that happens in the air and it, it, it's in conversation it's in word of mouth it's in it's in people's body language and energy that they pass when you're when you're in them times and when you go through the the funeral and stuff uh, it's a lasting thing it lasts a few days sometimes weeks for us it felt like weeks back in 2016 Um, we were were only into the new year and and there was a grey cloud over the flats I'll always say living in in, in the flats Basin Street flats we in Dublin A, um, there was always a bit of character to it. There was always, even though there was negatives as well going on, obviously, like, but there was always a good character to the flats. There was always good people in the flats and stuff. But I always feel like from the day that we lost a young person, there was a, an unremovable grey cloud over the flats. That seemed to never go away. Could have been the, could have been the, the bluest sky with the brightest sun, and it just, 
it just everything looked like, looked grayscale to me. There was just something missing. There was that heartbreak lingering and still does linger. Now we don't live in the flats anymore. I, I go up the odd time or pass through and I still feel like it has that tone to it now. Just that that tragedy and that sadness. And it's it's heartbreaking like it's heartbreaking for for everyone. It's just bittersweet, like it's bittersweet that you have to go through something like that in order to come together. So that that line that sticks out to me in that song, Young Soldiers, is heartbreaks nothing but a dead end because if you're listening to this, um, more than likely you've gone through some sort of heartbreak in your life, whether it be a breakup with a partner or whether it be losing somebody. And unfortunately, in this life, we're going to go through these times of heartbreak over and over. We're going to lose people. But I feel like you have to take every moment for granted and it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that when you're in a, a routine or a cycle and you're trying to trying to do better for yourself and stuff and, and you don't really think you don't really take moments to think about the here and now and and put the phone away and stuff. It's hard to do, like it's I praise anyone that's not on social media or, or not involved in, in this virtual world. Because I feel like that's probably where you find the most peace. If you're happy. Um, doing that. Obviously you can find peace. In. In being on social media and stuff. And using it for a good cause. And ignoring any any negativity and stuff. Or tackling negativity with positivity. That's what I, that's what I try and do. But. Yeah, I think that's that's the fourth song anyway of the of the mixtape. The mixtape's called Memories. Um I'm aiming for it to be out on the twenty second of January. It's now the third of January. Um the twenty second is my birthday as well, so that's a little present to myself that I'm looking forward to. Um So yeah, I've I haven't edited this at all. Um so you might hear me sniffling and whatever I just want this to be raw and natural from your first ever podcast um, it'll be on all the all the platforms if you want to have a listen on whichever platform suits you best and for anyone that wants to start the podcast I, I'm doing this on Acast uh, it's a website and it's it's fairly easy to set up Um. If anyone wants to get into this type of thing, I, I don't know where it's going to take me. Um, I want to be as consistent as possible every week. So I have 10 songs. Sorry. Very congested. <laughs> I have 10 songs on this mixtape. And the fourth song, obviously, I went through is Young Souls. I'm going to go through the, the remaining nine songs. Uh, over the course of the of the next nine weeks, 
So every week I'm going to tell a story about that song and I'm going to dig deep into the topics that I've, I've talked about in that song. And as I said, these lyrics come from the unconscious, sort of below the surface of, of what I see and, and what I hear. They're packaged away somewhere in the back of my mind and they come to fruition when I put that put that pen to paper so sometimes I don't even know what I'm writing but it, it makes sense to me at the same time so this would be good to try and explain certain things and explain where my thinking process is when I'm when I'm writing a verse or whatever so yeah I'm gonna keep this first podcast short and sweet um, sorry if I got a bit heavy and I made I made you get into your feels um but I just wanted to be as natural as possible um, with this and that's just what came out of me when talking about that song it's a it's it's a song that's close to my heart uh, it's it's the fourth song I wrote for the mixtape and, and the fourth song I wrote for a, a, a long while before that I wasn't writing so that was a uh, yeah it was it was one of me ones to come back to I'm glad with how it turned out. And uh, there's actually a sample in the in the beat uh, from Metallica, I think. I think the song called is called One. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Um and yeah, that's a nice little sample in it. It's a bit of a rock kind of sound along on a on a drill beat. Um so it's it's a good mixture. I think it works well. Um, and then obviously I jump on top with the with the vocals. So yeah, um, I can't wait to share. I can't wait to share the mixtape, which is and I'll be posting all over me social media and stuff like that. If you want to keep up with it. So yeah, um, on Instagram, my name is Dara DM, D A double R A D O E M, and uh, like Dara DM, a lot of people say like, where'd you get that from? Uh, DM, I got that from the saying, the Latin saying, Carpe DM, which means seize the day. And my first name is Dara. And I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I stole the DM from Carpe DM and put that on the end of my name. So it's Dara DM. Um, I think that translates as Dara Day. I don't necessarily mean that, but... I like the I like the phrase "seize the day" because we take every day and every breath for granted, and "seize the day" is is a saying that kind of keeps you keeps you unlocked in the thinking process of of tomorrow's never promised. It's a cliche saying, but it's very true. That's the heartbreaking thing, but it's also a gift because we're sitting here alive, breathing. And we're able to do things. Um, obviously, some people are, are limited to, to some things they can do. Unfortunately, people that are living in poverty and stuff, and and haven't got a lot of money. Obviously, with the inflation at the moment, but I think we all just need to look after each other and stuff, and, and look out for our mates as well. I think this is probably it's one of the hardest times to be alive. With, with everything going on uh, and straight obviously coming straight out of a pandemic as well people are getting back to it so yeah 
but I wish us all the best. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Sorry if it got too heavy. It's just I just wanted to be raw and natural in this first podcast to give you a, an insight as to what I'm like and, and what kind of a thinker I am as a person. Um, and that's all down to my living experience. So, yeah, I, I hope you can um, support me on this journey. Um, if any has started a podcast of his own, I definitely encourage you. I think it's a good a good space to to get your your ideas out there and, and stuff that you've you've probably locked away for a long time that you need to talk about. So, yeah, that's all from me. Um, I'll be back next week with the the next song off the EP, and I'll talk about that and anything else that occurred. Um, during the week as well that's that's worth mentioning so thanks for listening and yeah i'll talk to you later